0: Welcome to Buildcaster's Guiden, the podcast that goes beyond the grid, man. I'm your host, the Macabre Chap, and I'm joined by... Yo, Sentai5.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's Sunglass Pre. I'm here. Yay,
0: we have a yeah. guest. Woo. Yeah, we Woo. got a guest. We are joined by Sunglass Pre, our sister from Legion of Boom. And yeah. on Buildcaster's Guiden today, we are going to discuss episode two of quadruple s grid man i am not counting out the s's it's really really late at night
1: i've been seeing it abbreviated to just s4 which i'm perfectly fine with
0: okay all right yeah s4 grid man so um guys want to start off the episode discussion pre give us your first impressions
1: okay uh so Where do I start? It's interesting because I think one of the main complaints about the first episode is not a lot happened, which is fair. I think you guys mentioned that in your first episode, too, that it was a really slow atmospheric start. And I like that because I think it made everything hit harder when the actual kaiju started attacking and you got the fights and stuff. I think it was necessary. But here, there's a lot more the episode does because we get our villain revealed, we get the support weapons introduced, we get a little bit more information about sort of the nature of Gridman himself and like what happens in the aftermath of the kaiju attacks. So even in the downtime before the fights happen, there's a lot of stuff that happened in this episode that didn't happen in the first one. So that was really cool to see. It feels like uh, the show really hit its stride here.
0: Vice? Yeah. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, I like the reveal of Akane and her Very petty reason to kill her. That's amazing. (laughs) I genuinely laughed when she said that. I was too. Yeah, she's a crazy side. And Samurai Caliber, when they showed him at the end of the first episode, I thought he was going to be the villain. But it was funny when he first uh, came into the shop and (laughs) his swords got stuck in the door.
1: That just gets funnier every time it happens in the episode. It happens like three times and it's still hilarious. Um,
2: He acts like nothing happened either. I love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like in terms of this episode, I thought it was a massive um, improvement over the first one, like in terms of its pacing, the origins, well, not exactly the origins, but us getting more information about Gridman was pretty dope. Um, Samurai Calibre, again, I initially thought he was going to be the main villain, or he was the one who was um, moulding the kaiju. Um, however, my theory, my headcanon, was proved to be like completely wrong. It was just, as they say in TV trope speak, um, <laughs> <laughs> Akane Shinjo um, being the main villain. I didn't see that coming. To be um, honest, although she is like really, really mentally ill, like you can see that she's mentally yeah. ill. Um, in crazy. having f- now seen the first couple of episodes of the original um Toku, um Denko Children Gridman, and and, and, and like when comparing and contrasting it to um Four Gridman, I w- or S Four Gridman, I would say that this does seem to be like a touch darker, but in like typical Trigger fashion, um, like because characters obviously die in the first epi- episode and actually stay dead which is a bit like yikes but yeah like overall um i thought this was a pretty decent episode yeah yeah
1: great man
2: got optimized into his traditional colors
0: that too yeah.
1: <laughs> he get gets some new moves gets a really yeah. sweet sword that they do the obari pose with and it was great
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah that was awesome
0: that was awesome
1: I, I want to apologize to my neighbors in the apartments in the same building that I'm in, because th- there was a little bit of screaming that happened when that <laughs> scene occurred.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a really good scene.
0: It was a really good scene. Like that new pose is probably gonna be my new MacBook um wallpaper. <laughs> in terms of like character development, how did you guys feel like that this went in this episode?
1: I, think I feel that, like uh, oh go ahead, five. No, go for go first, pre I think it's interesting that you uh, describe this as darker in Trigger fashion because a lot of the themes of the B-plot for this episode with Rika coming to terms with, you know, the importance of fighting to protect people and protect the memories that she shares with her friends uh, is not – I don't associate that with Trigger so much as the main writer for this season, Ichi Hasagawa. Uh, I don't know. Five, have you seen any of his ultra shows? Have you seen Nexus or Dyna?
2: Oh yeah, I've seen Nexus and Dyna. Okay,
1: because I got really intense Nexus vibes from yeah. the setup for this episode. It's very As, it,
2: yeah. I definitely agree with that. It's got that um that feeling to it,
1: especially with the idea of people's memories being erased or mm-hmm. rewritten with the characters who well, die. I didn't even think die. about that. I didn't even. Think it, about it's that. it reminds me a lot of what his typical themes are that he handles in Ultraman series.
0: So we like the lead writer of this show wrote Ultraman Nexus.
1: Yes. Along with a lot of other Ultraman, he's either done full seasons or episodes within pretty much like every Ultraman series from I don't know if Dinah was his first it was definitely the first that he wrote as the main writer and he's handled either arcs or episodes within pretty much every other Ultraman series up to I think Ginga I think he may have worked in Ginga too that makes a
0: lot of sense to me now now like in terms of like the tone of the episode and like obviously Mm -hmm. um there being like history being altered and the children having been the ones that were killed in the first episode having died in middle school, et cetera. That makes, when you compare and contrast that to Nexus, it makes a lot of sense. Like I've seen some of Nexus. It's, it's at the right at the top of my list to finish. Mm-hmm. This show and Nexus having a um, lead writer in common makes a lot of sense to me now.
1: Akane's definitely an entertaining villain. I, I want to say, I don't want to say I told you so, but I kind of suspected her in the first episode mm. because uh. the the volleyball player died by getting squished by a fireball, it was very similar to how the lunch got squished earlier in the episode. So oh. I was, I was oh. suspecting, I was suspecting maybe it was Akane. But I feel also the show went out of its way to try and trick you because she has right. glasses on when she's in that shot, and she doesn't wear glasses normally, and we don't see her put the glasses on until she comes home and sits in front of her computer. Yeah. So I feel like the show is deliberately trying to like hide that for the first episode. Mm. Which makes it really surprising yeah. that they just come straight out and reveal it in the second episode. I thought that was going to be dragged out for longer.
2: No, nah, I'm glad they didn't waste any time with that. I really, oh, I... I, I really thought Samurai Caliber was going to be the villain.
0: I honestly I really did too. Thought
2: that. Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy has to be the villain.
1: His introduction. Like he looks. His introduction was so good because immediately before that, me and Yuta are talking about like, what if all of this is the fault of aliens and stuff? And yeah, it's like, yeah, that alien. happens all the time in the Ultraman series. <laughs> <laughs> and then this dude walks in and they go, he is definitely an alien. But yeah. <laughs> he's not, he's a sword. <laughs> yeah.
2: But he came in the clutch, optimizing grid, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. I mean, like that whole access flash scene, like that was so sick. Yeah, I was waiting for
2: that to happen all episode.
1: Yeah, I went, when I was live tweeting when I was watching the episode, I was just going, "He did the thing! He did the thing!" <laughs>
2: yeah. I was so hyped when he did that.
0: Did you guys watch it in English, um, the English dub, or did you watch the, or did you watch it with in Japanese with English subtitles?
1: Um, I've seen. I haven't seen the whole thing of the American version. The superhumor superhuman samurai cyber squad that's a mouthful i've only seen parts of that i haven't seen the whole thing i've seen the original japanese series subtitled all the way through
0: no i meant this actual episode did you the watch english the english stuff. dub oh or did you watch it in um, japanese with english subtitles? i
1: don't know if i i don't think i saw the dubbed uh, version of this episode
0: i know because i watched it dubbed the dub's actually really good. Like, obviously, yeah. what's great about this, the reason I'm part, like watching this anime and so into it is because um, Funimation are, pro- are simul dubbing it. So, like, a few hours after the English subbed version comes out, an English dubbed version will come out. And I'm sure, as you, like, know from listening to buildcasters and stuff, I primarily prefer um, English dubs when it comes to anime. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I saw the first episode dubbed it. I thought they did a really good job with it, so...
0: I honestly don't too. Um, so, what do you guys like in terms of like summing up? What do you guys hope for from the rest of the series? Because don't forget, it's only like a 12 episode run. Pretty good. Uh,
1: I want to see them do more with Yuta. One of the biggest issues I have with the original Gridman series is that the main hero, Naoto, mm-hmm. was really, really underdeveloped. He had basically one personality trait, and that was he had this like hero spirit, courage thing, whatever. It, typical shonen protagonist strength that he wanted to fight and save and protect other people. And that was like the only development he got. He was really flat. And here Yuda's also really flat, but it seems like they're deliberately setting up a twist or something with his character. Cause he comments in the first episode that uh, it feels like he's living somebody else's life with the amnesia that he has. And it's uh, me who is pretty much the only person who knew him at all before mm-hmm. the amnesia, Comments that him trying to throw himself into the path of danger to save other people fighting with Gridman is out of character for him. Right, so I think there's going to be right. another twist about his identity later on. And I really hope they do something to develop him more.
2: Yeah, I'm expecting some batshit crazy twist with uh, Yuta. Hopefully. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's but, um, what I'm waiting for.
2: Yeah. And hopefully they do it. They do it well. And it's not like some like bullshit crap. Because I, like you said, I feel like they're like. Deliberately trying to throw us off, as they did with the first episode with um, Samurai Calibre, thing. he was going to be yeah. the villain. Again,
1: um, the, this, is, this is Hasegawa. I trust that he knows what he's doing, hopefully. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what if uh, the reality they're living in is actually like a fake reality? Because you know how the school gets repaired?
1: Yeah, yeah that would that's, make sense. That's kind of what my theory already is. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I was like, all right, they're yeah. definitely not living in the real world.
0: I mean they could possibly be living in the real world and it's just that like maybe the computer reality has some sort of ability to alter the real world um
2: whenever that they don't quite understand at the
0: moment it. yeah they don't That's quite understand idea, the moment yeah. so yeah the original voice of
2: gridman is voicing gridman here too yeah
0: oh, yeah, I yeah, we mentioned first
2: episode. yeah which is yeah, pretty AKA dope Hiroyui. wait hero yui
1: yeah, no he has got yeah. a lot of voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> he the, the funny thing is he also does voice acting for Super Raya stuff. He's Mirror Knight.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. What you mean in like mm-hmm. the um in the revival and like the Ultra Force Zero and all that stuff? Yeah, him. Oh, okay, cool. Was he? He wasn't the original Mirror Knight though, was he?
1: No, 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 no. Mirror Man, the original Super Raya production. That's
0: right, Mirror Man. Mirror,
1: no, he wasn't that. He's not that old. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. Mirror Knight's kind of like the revival, right?
1: Yeah, it's sort of like the the uh, rebooted version yeah, of yeah, the yeah. character that they use.
0: Cool, 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 cool. Um, in terms of what I want to see from the rest of the series, um, I hope we do eventually like get to see more of um Uta. They need to develop him more, and I also want to see like a good reason behind his amnesia, whether it be a twist or not, or whether it just be a straight up um explanation. I'm not really that bothered, but I just want to. I want them to actually like give a tangible reason as to why he has that amnesia. Um, I also looking forward to seeing the Mecca um, in this series, like the support programs. Um, Cause obviously we saw, Oh yeah. Can we just talk about how awesome that intro is please?
1: Oh, it's so cool.
0: And the theme tune as well. Like, I need to find that on iTunes or Apple Music. I'm going to download that. Literally the
1: only complaint... I think it's supposed to drop sometime in November. I think it's oh, like okay. the first or second week of November. The only complaint I have about the OP theme is mm. that it's not the original You May Know Hero.
0: Oh, my <laughs> That's goodness. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: the original Grim Man thing is so good.
0: Um. Yeah, like, I listened to You May Know Hero for the first time Um. just after I watched episode one. And, like, I literally, like did backflips like that's that theme tune is so sick like i even put out a tweet about it and they were like i think somebody else like ravon cooper or something was just like oh you're only just hearing it now and i was just like yeah man i like i've not seen Gridman, but that theme tune is like seriously seriously good to the point where i've got like the eight-bit version i've got it on my playlist on um Mm -hmm. (laughs) on music and it's now my ringtone on my (laughs) on my phone
1: (laughs) when when i first watched Gridman. Over the summer, I had that song playing on loop for about a week. I just love it so
0: much. I honestly don't blame you. episodes burned onto my DVDs, man, from Mm. years ago. (laughs) Like, in terms of Toku theme tunes, I think You May Know Hero might actually be top 10.
1: It's definitely on my top 10 list.
0: And that's just from me listening to it once. Obviously, I've listened to it since, but that's just from me listening to it once. Like I was just like, yeah, this is instantly top 10. Um, so yeah, guys, like anything more to add? Uh, that's, I have nothing else
2: to really say.
1: Please watch Gridman, both the original and the series. It's really awesome. And it's, it's one of my favorite anime in recent memory. Like not just this season, this is the most fun I've had even two episodes in with the series in a long time.
2: Yeah, this is, um, hopefully it keeps going like better and better because we have such such a short amount of time for this show as well. So mm-hmm. I feel they can't really hold anything
0: back. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's only 12 episodes long. Um, I think I personally think it will get better and better. I'm obviously like as a Mecha enthusiast, I'm looking forward to seeing the Mecca, um, most of all, and obviously to the, um, obviously for the characters to develop more. Um, all I can really say is that, um, judging by the fact that episode two was a massive improvement over episode one, I think it can only get better. Like, I don't think the only way is up. Yeah, that's it, really. So, um, guys, where can we find you at on the interwebs? Pre?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at sunglasspre. That's sunglass minus the E S, sunglasses. Pre, P R I. Uh, on Twitter, I also run a blog called Capes and Cool Scarves, where you can uh, read more specifically about me yelling about Gridman every week.
0: <laughs> Check out her blog, people. Go and check out her blog. It's really, really, really great.
1: Oh, thanks. I've only started recently more regularly updating it, so.
0: You should continue to update I mean, like, I've wanted to start a, um, tw- a Toku blog called The Toku Nerd. I mean, like, I've set up all the social media for it, but I just can't find the time to do it. I really, like, envy you, the fact that, you, that you're that you able to find the impetus to, like, constantly, constantly write. Like, how do you do it?
1: Um, <laughs> some days it doesn't happen. Like, uh my first piece on Gridman last week was the first thing I'd written since July. But when I find something that I'm really, really interested in or excited about, then it just comes more naturally. I just sit down. It takes maybe a couple hours to get an outline written out and filled in, another hour or so to edit and add in images and then publish. So if I really care about something, I can get articles out with about four or five hour turnaround.
0: Wow, that is crazy. And I've like read um, like the way in which you write, like it's a really nice discursive, like kind of like casual style. Like you use language that the everyman would understand, but at the same time, there's like a lot of complexity and detail in there and the ana- and the analysis is great. So yeah, before oh, I like- Oh, thanks. I'm sorry, sorry to heap praise on you, but like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's nice to hear.
0: I really like your writing about the karate bug, man. <laughs> so Fives, where can they find you, bro? YouTube in terms of finding me, you can find me on Twitter at the macabre chap. You can also find me on Instagram at the macabre chap. You can find me on deviant art, uh, Geki black where I've got, like, I haven't updated in forever, but I've got a lot of cool pixel art on there. So yeah, you can find me on deviant art. And no, I
2: think I have to add you. Cause I don't think I ha- I knew that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I keep my, um, I keep my deviant art like kind of quiet. But, like, I right. I used to do, like, Pixel Art back in the, like, heady days of, like, 2008, 2009 to about 2014. Shit, that long. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Like, when Pixel Art was massive in the Power Rangers fandom. So, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think I used to be on, like, Power Rangers right. Empire and stuff and, like, Ranger Talk. I used to be a modern Ranger oh, sure, Talk, really? funny enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was a modern damn. Ranger Talk. <laughs> yeah, damn, indeed, man. That's way back. I was super active yeah. during when Jungle Fury was airing.
2: Yeah,
0: that was a long time ago now. It was a while. it was yeah. ten years ago, man. It feels like
2: yesterday.
0: <laughs> it, it it does. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can find me on those uh, on those um aforementioned places. So yeah. yes. Oh, and you can also find um the le- rest of my Legion brothers at Legion of Boom. That's L E G, one O N of Boom. So yeah, that's the end of Bill Guide Him. Hope you guys loved the episode. If you want to um, interact with us, just use the hashtag buildcasters or just at us on Twitter at buildcasters. So um, that's the end of the end episode. Peace. Thanks
1: for Peace having out. me on, guys. No problem. Hey, any It's problem. been a pleasure.
0: Anytime, anytime, Anytime. anytime.
2: Not any problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended.